Hey guys, let me grab you real quick. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when I was trying to start this one and get it off the ground, I had a lot of questions like, how do I record an episode? How do I get my show on all these apps that people like to listen to? And how do I make money? The answer to all these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's all free. And it's super easy to use. And right now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast like immediately. In fact, you know, that's part of this whole promotion right here. But I mean, all you got to do is hit the record button after you download the app from the app store and you're good to go. Afterwards, you can edit it, add in some, add in some music, whatever you want. So if you're always wanting to start a podcast and make money doing it, Go to anchor.fm slash start. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash start to join me and a diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. Can't wait to hear what you want on your podcast. Welcome back to another episode of SamCast, the podcast where I talk a little bit, a lot, uh, welcome back if you are our listener, uh, and, uh, welcome if you're a first-time listener. Um, a couple interesting things. I saw my timeline this week, so we're gonna talk about it. Uh, I saw some stuff on, uh, the black hole at the middle of our, uh, galaxy. Um, two girls who float away, um, on a pink flamingo, uh, Will Smith's signature, which is actually interesting. Um, some stuff about the LGBTQ community and the school system, but uh, we'll get right into that. So let's start with the the black hole. So our galaxy's black hole lit up, and apparently nobody knows why. At least scientists don't know why. So the black hole in the middle of our galaxy is known as Sagittarius A, um, and it's like four million times bigger than the sun. Uh, and as you know, or if you don't know light doesn't escape black holes and anything that goes into a black hole doesn't come back out which is really interesting but apparently uh back in may uh of this year uh some scientists were looking through one of their telescopes and the black hole was just like lit up like a christmas tree and they were like huh this is this is a little weird we, we, we don't know why one of the reasons they're saying, which is actually really cool, is that um, there's a star called SO2, and it's 15 times bigger than the sun. And they think that maybe it got swallowed by the black hole, and it just ignited the whole thing, you know what I'm saying? Which is kind of weird, because again, like technically doesn't spew out of the black hole, you can only see into it, so it probably got swallowed when you just saw that giant thing in there. Um, assumably they're saying that if that's not it it could have been like some gases that you know travel past but they say that that's not likely because gas doesn't cause that kind of reaction so to speak but another thing is uh, they're saying they won't know any more information until it happens again next year, until they see it again next year, because obviously we are rotating in orbit, so to speak, 
Uh, so we don't get to see it in its full potential or get to see what we have seen in its full potential again until around that same time uh, next year. Another thing they're saying is that it could just be that the black hole is quote-unquote waking up as in like I guess it's starting to pull in a lot more things uh, which is kind of scary when you think about black holes and stuff like that but I mean, it's cool either way. I know watching, what was, it? What was that movie? Interstellar. Seeing Interstellar and him going into a black hole. Um, not that that would happen, because that's all. That's just a movie. But imagine if we were sucked into a black hole. Where would we go? What happens? You know what I'm saying? What does it look like inside? But that's something interesting. Uh, ooh, another thing that's interesting that I saw on my timeline, segue into another topic, is... Um, has to do with drug testing, background checks, and the amount of experience apparently needed to become an employee at certain jobs. So I was reading that it seems like a lot of jobs around the country now, almost 40%, are, are and have been relaxing the requirement for positions um, that normally attract people who wouldn't apply to those those jobs uh, there are lowering you know education requirements uh, specifically things like requiring an associates or a bachelor's a lot of these things what I've uh, that I've noticed a lot of these jobs they require you to have these things and they hold a lot of people who don't have these things and they're losing out on really good employees just because they don't have the quote-unquote degrees to do it, which is, which is ridiculous. I've gone into that encounter as I'm looking for jobs now. Um, there's quite a few jobs that won't hire me because of, because of certain degrees I do have and the ones that I don't have. Um, some of them are also laxing down on their, their, their jug testing, uh, policies. A lot of them are starting to do away with marijuana test or drug tests that have to do with seeing whether or not you'll be allowed to operate a piece of equipment or not. Because as many of you know, the legalization of marijuana is starting to get passed almost everywhere. Um, and so as it continues to grow, as it continues to be more of a legal substance, I'm not saying more people are going to be using it, but it's going to be seen and it's going to be more present in your everyday life. So a lot of jobs are like, well, if it's not going to take away from the job, why are we requiring it to be something people do? Which I, I agree with. I really do. I don't necessarily think that because someone smokes weed or uh, doesn't have a degree, it should hold them back from working certain jobs. It, to me, is ridiculous. Some of the most successful people in the world do these kind of things and that's not holding them back. The real things in life are holding them back. Um, so that, that's interesting. But on another note, I mean, wages are also going up. Um, and that to a certain degree, that's a ploy used to just really get people to want to work, but it also helps with, you know, senior age people or older people, uh, because it's not putting them off on there. It's not putting them, off, you know what I mean? There are a lot of older people in our country that also use drugs and they wouldn't pass a drug test because they use it medically and some of them don't necessarily use it with a medical prescription, but they do use it and a lot of jobs nowadays 
are favored for younger people when that's not necessarily the case. I see a lot of jobs that people from their early 20s to their early 50s could be applying for, but they only have young faces in there from like their 20s to like their 30s in there. And it's kind of like, well, why? What, what difference does that make if you need people like hire more people? So that's something else I saw. Ooh, this one is interesting. Another thing I saw was on a, a fungus that apparently could possibly make bananas go extinct, but not all bananas, just like specific bananas, more or less bananas that we see in the grocery store. Um, so Colombia is more or less in a state of, of emergency because this is where the, these bananas are coming from. But there is a Panama disease uh, that's been devastating bananas from that country uh, for quite some time now. And Colombia is the fourth biggest banana exporter in Latin America. And it's bananas are their third biggest, you know, product to be shipped out of there. And the type of banana that we're getting um, is called a Cavendish banana. Um, and apparently the fungus just, you know, kills off the banana. But thousands, like, I wouldn't even say thousands, millions of these bananas have already been, like, shipped out to other places. And they're trying to contain it. And a lot of the, the people doing the research on these bananas are saying, like, yeah, we can quarantine the bananas that we have. But we don't have a backup for bananas that will later be sold. Because this isn't the first time this has happened. The first time it happened, they completely eradicated that type of banana. Um, and they used what I mentioned a little, a little couple seconds ago was the Cavendish banana. Um, because it was prone to be immune to this specific disease, this Panama disease, but clearly it's not. And the unfortunate thing is that there aren't any more bananas that they've tested out of the millions of different species of bananas that there are, or types of bananas that there are, that are immune to this uh, disease. And if you don't know, bananas aren't naturally, aren't a natural occurring f fruit, so to speak. Like, we've created bananas like bananas weren't here before us we've made bananas by mixing two like other things together which then produced a banana i don't know all the details on that but that's what makes it interesting is the fact that something man-made which a lot of people don't know is you know faulty to to a degree so one of the one of the i guess solutions is that they're, they're thinking of trying to develop another type of banana a stronger type of banana so to speak to i guess combat this new thing this new type of fungus that's not really new but hasn't been around for ages because the last time it happened was hundreds of years ago when they found out about it uh under the next topic, um, apparently, I wouldn't even say apparently because this actually happened. So, Chicago, there was a bill passed. Um, there was a bill, House Bill 246, to be specific, was passed for public schools in Illinois to be taught LGBTQ history as part of the curriculum. Um, 
some of the stuff that'll be taught, it'd be stuff like, you know, the first gay rights organization, you know, um, the Society for Human Rights, when that was formed, uh, important people like Sally Ride, who was the first uh, U.S. woman in space, and she happened to be, you know, a lesbian. Um, one of the people um, that voted to pass the bill, quote unquote, said one of the best ways to overcome intolerance is through education and exposure to different people and viewpoints. Someone else said an inclusive curriculum will not only teach an accurate version of history, but also promote acceptance of the LGBT community. They say that the bill will officially go into effect in July of 2020. Personally, I don't agree with that. Not that I, I'm against being, not, not that I'm against people or kids, children, so to speak, being educated on that, I guess, lifestyle or that, 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 that life that people live, but it's kind of one of those things where it's like, there are definitely more important things that should be taught in school for one. And then two, later down the road, where is that going to benefit the the children of our country? Like, how is that going to make them better people? How is that going to, how is that going to progress them later on in life? How are they going to be successful knowing that, oh, somebody was a lesbian and they went to space? Okay, like, cool. There are a ton of women that have already gone to space. Like, what, what, what are you, what are you getting at? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like lately I've seen just a lot of like pushes for like, Oh, I'm this way. I'm this way. It's time to come out. Like, and this stuff has been happening for a while, but it's been like an upsurge and it's like, all right, now you, 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 you're pushing the envelope way too much, like way too much. I don't want my children to be in middle school and they come home and they got homework on this. And it's like, well, Dad, can you help me with this? I don't understand who this person is. Okay, I'll tell you who this person is, but that's not really relevant. That It's just not relevant. Say my kid wants to be a, the CEO of a company. Him knowing that someone else doesn't have the same sexual... Shouldn't really matter. Um, and I mean, if this bill does spread to, you know, other states and whatnot, and my children happen to go through this education system I'm gonna let them know that hey there are people who view life this way this is that's who they are but that's not you that's not your that's not your truth um, now if they, now if my child you know grows up with this information and then they start to think a different way then it's gonna start to bother me a little bit say, okay you're, you're putting things in my child's mind that weren't there originally. That's that's another thing that bothers me. You're putting things in the kids' minds that they weren't thinking about, that they don't necessarily need to be in-depth aware about at that age. It's just not It's just not needed. I, I just don't think that it's needed. I mean, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't think that it's anything super serious, though. Like, I think they'll go over, you know, important people in history um, who have started things, who have founded things, who have led to being profound. Um, but I, I hope that it doesn't go any further than that. Because, there, are, like I said, there are just way more important things in life that my kids should be learning about. Like how to invest in themselves, how to be way better with their finances, how to, 
start their own company, things like that. That's the kind of stuff that should be started really young, not history on who's who's who, how they lived their life, because that's not really important, to be honest with you. And another thing that I literally just thought about was like, regardless of whether or not that person is gay, does that really matter um, in regards to their, their life, their success? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, say somebody is gay and they start their own company, we're going to teach a class on that because they're gay? No, like, why? For what reason? Why can't, why do we have to, why do we always have to know the deeper information behind things? No one's asking that. Nobody asked you if you were this. Nobody asked you if you were that. I just want to know how you started this and why it was started. Tell me why it started. And that's it. All I need is an origin story. That's all I need. That's all I need. Now, I, I don't mean to be controversial or anything like that because I have, you know what I'm saying? Like I have friends that are this and that. And it's cool. Do do you. But I don't think that there needs to be a course taught on it. I mean, just, no, just not needed. Not needed at all. So it was just some quick stuff. Some some quick, quick, quick stuff. So two teen girls floated away um, from shore at least, when they were on their inflatable plate pink flamingo while on vacation, so to speak. They were in Australia uh, with their school for vacation. Well, technically in Australia, it's their spring break. So they were on spring break. Um, and they just, they floated off. And they were like, help. And I saw the video. And they're just, oh my god. And they were out there. Like, way, way out there. But a couple dudes jumped in the water, swam pulled the jaw back, which is kind of weird. It's kind of like, why didn't you just swim back? Maybe they didn't know how to swim. It doesn't really doesn't really say whether or not they could swim or not. Not that that's really relevant. I guess it would be, because, I mean, you could have just swam back to land. But then at the same time, water over there, from what I read, there are sharks in the water, because, I mean, they were in the ocean, technically. But that, I mean... They weren't that far out. I mean, if I were in that situation, the moment I would have realized, all right, we started to get a little far out, I would have just hopped out and just forget the raft, bro. Forget the floaty. I don't need that, John. You know what I'm saying? I, I just would have. They were about 0.3 miles away from shore, which really isn't too far. You know what I'm saying? You can run 0.3 miles like in less than five minutes. Like You should be able to run that. It's like two, three minutes right there, but... That's besides the fact. Another thing I saw, with it, which was ridiculous, I saw this on Instagram. Um, this apparently aspiring female rapper uh, got the words "suck my dick" tattooed on her forehead. That's that's to me stupid. I mean, but I mean, she's living her life. There's rappers all over the place with weird tattoos, doing whatever they do. So I mean, live your best life. You know what I'm saying? Live your best life. Not the smartest thing to put on your head. Because, I mean, say this rap thing doesn't work. What happens then? You got big, bold, black letters on your forehead. Mind you, she's a white girl with the words, suck my dick, on your forehead. Like, if I see that, I'm snapping a pic, sending it to my friends. I'm, like, making funny. You know, that's, that's not it. You can't even get hired at a grocery store if you had something like that. Let alone McDonald's. You think you want to pull up to a drive-thru and get french fries from some girl whose forehead says, suck my dick? Like, no. I'm sorry. Hello. Would, 
I don't even want to know your name. Why you got that on your forehead? What inspired you? Who hurt you? Are you hurt? No, you're not hurt. Like, just doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. So, towards the end of this, so we're moving towards the end of this, I should say. Um, Will Smith, uh, he is able to tell what decade he signed his fans' items with because he has a different signature for, like, the, the different, like, decades or important times in his life. The different, I guess, statures in his life. So, like, from, he said, 1986 to midnight of New Year's 1990, he signed Fresh Prince, which is when he was, you know, the Fresh Prince, you know what I'm saying? Um, from 1990 to midnight of 2000, he signed Will Smith. From 2000 to 2010, he just signed Will. Um, and then... From 2010 to, to present day, he wrote Will, but with like a swivel underneath it, like a, like a nice little line or something like that, like a scribble, which looked pretty cool. Uh, what was funny was he was like, someone was like, well, what about 2020? That's 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 next year. What, what's the plan for that? And he was like, I don't know. Maybe I'll just lick everything. I'll just, just lick the bag. Here you go. It's got my DNA on it. Like, that's that, which was kind of funny. I mean licking something like that's my signature I, I tagged i tagged your item with my saliva but i like the idea like the different signatures for the different times of your life different timestamps they're like timestamps which is really cool i like that idea I, I really do like that idea a lot to be honest with you i think maybe i'll come up with some kind of idea um for that that i don't know what i would do though maybe a tag no like like a saying no, I might just do, like, the whole signature thing, too. That's really cool. i got to work on my signature. Because I really don't have one. I just write my name in cursive whenever I need to sign something. That's it. Nothing special. Nothing flashy. I wouldn't really call it a signature. It's not really an autograph. I heard a song. What was it one song? It was like, I turned my signature into an autograph or something like that. I'm sure a lot of people have said that. That's pretty cool. I like that, though. But that's about it for this episode. Thanks for plugging into another episode of SamCast. Catch you on the next one.